Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from the Chronicles of Man. And on this episode, I sit down with Rachel from the Liberty Podcast. And we talk about some interesting topics. We hit, um, we talk about the vaccine mandates. We talk about the, uh, the craziness that took place uh, at the Travis Scott concert in Houston and the, the weirdness that happened that just didn't make any sense. Um, a couple of the things that, uh, that we uh, dove deep on. She does a lot of research like I do. And so uh, we kind of had a chance to talk about some interesting topics. So uh, check it out. Through the ages, man has battled, bled, conquered, and evolved. Pioneers blazing new trails for themselves and for all they came after. They are fathers, brothers, sons, husbands, mentors, and students, a gentleman and a warrior. And now we see a new frontier, a great awakening, where mind, body, and spirit become one. This is The Chronicles of Man. It is the simplest story ever. It's not even that deep. Really, the awakening process for me was whenever I had, I was a a single mom, and I had, at that time, a three-year-old, maybe three years old, and InfoWars was publishing these magazines at that time. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was bringing over, you know, like the different Alex Jones videos that were coming out or like putting on random things. I wasn't really into it too much. I had seen Alex Jones whenever I was a kid on TV, on public access. Mm-hmm. But I never really watched it. I wasn't like into that or whatever. Um, but they brought this magazine over. And in the magazine was, in the middle of the magazine, were these food companies that were refusing to label their foods GMO. And in that was Horizon Milk. And that's what I bought. And I was like, oh, man, I thought I was buying the, I thought I was, I guess I was starting to care a little bit more about what I put in my body and what I'm putting in my kid's body. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I was like, why aren't they doing this? What else is in this magazine? You know, and, right. and I guess like that, like caring about what I'm eating and things like that. And that just was something that was relevant to me at the time. And so then I started then I started like listening and and looking out and doing research into things like, you know, mostly food mm-hmm. at that time. So it was like the Tyson Farm and. Yeah, that's funny because uh, for me back in the day when I started to put like doubt into any kind of system, it was the health system for me. And it was, um, people that, well, my mom had cancer and the the whole premise of chemotherapy and radiation. A lot of, um, people that I've known had passed away and they had gone through a ton of chemotherapy and it's like, well, if it didn't work for those guys, how's it going to work for for my mom? And, And you look at the, when you look at the actual success rate for those protocols, they're terrible. I mean, I think it's less than 50% from what I, and once you hit stage four, uh, it's very, very low. So, I mean, uh, at an early age, well, my early, what, 21, 22, I was like, this, this does not make any sense. And so I started to figure out, okay, what, what exactly do I need to, uh, start researching so that, that I can start getting the word out like this, this isn't right. You know, I was looking into ozone therapy, looking into magnetic therapy and, 
stuff they were doing in Germany that was like healing people. And yet here they were already FDA was like putting vitamins on oh, the yeah. watch list. And it's like, you know, vitamin D is dangerous. And it's just, it didn't make any sense. It was very, uh, it was very just almost, you could tell there was an agenda. And right. so, and so I started to just try and figure out like, okay, why is it that this government, you know, for the most part government, um, isn't giving us the whole information when it comes to therapy, you know, just the right therapies and what's working for people. Um, and so, yeah, doubt completely entered my, my, and I've always been the person that doubted ever since like elementary school. And I'd always ask questions like, why, you know, why is this? And teacher, I, I would take her to the next level. Like, why that, why that? To the right. point where I'd become like that Newsome kid. It's just not yeah. Newsome. <laughs> is it? Um, the why, 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 why mm-hmm. this kid. Yeah. So for me, it was really just that process starting in health. And then, and then it got to the point where nine eleven came through and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And the, I didn't know who Alex Jones was at that point. But, um, but when it, when it happened, you know, the day of, and I'm like, that's not right. You know, there's no way that building can come down. And I just, just all kinds of just common sense questions came into my head and the TV went other direction. I'm like, wait, hold on, time out. Let's talk about how that building came down. It doesn't make any sense. And they came out with a the pancake theory. And they kept calling it pancake theory. Well, if it's a theory, then you didn't prove it. What else could be uh, like a reason? Um, and then one day on 93.3 in San Antonio, because I was living over there at that point, uh, Alex was screaming on the air about 9-11. I'm like, oh, my God. Let me hear this guy and listen to him. And it was it was almost like side by side as I was learning and researching. I was Alex was kind of teaching me about other things. But he was a big part of my awakening process, which is kind of, I guess, similar to your story. Right. But um, it's just, I felt, because internet, even though it was somewhat still you know, not as prevalent with the information, it wasn't censor- censoring everybody. It wasn't like banning certain content. So you could learn a lot and go in different rabbit holes, and then it was all coming down to discernment. Is right. this true? Is this false? And, it, and you've always, uh, I, I feel like I could say you two have always had like something pulling you to figure yeah. out the truth or what is the real truth. I remember, you know, I went to school um, in East Austin when I was small and I remember that they would have ozone. They have it now to ozone action day and ozone action day meant that the air quality was really bad. Mm-hmm. And that would always freak me out like pollution, air quality. Um, I had a, um, a friend who, you know, wanted me to move to, uh, where Houston to go to I because he wanted to go to ITT Tech, mm-hmm. and this was a discussion before high school, and I was like, I'm not going to move to Houston. Like, mm-hmm. that's the worst air quality. <laughs> like for some reason, the air quality. That's a very was, true statement, by the way. If you're ever waking up in Houston and you're like, what's that smell in the air? They're one of the most polluted places in the like in the I don't know United States in the I wouldn't say the world. That's they, not good. Yeah, they're so bad, and and I was talking about this recently, actually, and a friend of mine like looked it up, and it's still they're still like up there. It smells like sulfur in the morning. Yeah. So like eggs, like yeah. really bad eggs. <laughs> like I don't want to live in a place where I can get emphysema just by living there and breathing oh. in it. Anyway, so so I've always I have always felt this like pull to truth, and you know, for me, and it's not for everybody, but Alex Jones was a big part of me kind of the those things like enhancing like it it brought something out of me that it was like wait a minute this 
this guy's saying all of these, you know, right. things. And, you know, so I, I really don't have a choice but to give things to Alex right. Jones for yeah. waking me up because um, it's the truth. Yeah, no, that's true. I, and so that's where, for me, um, I, I never, you know, if I don't get an answer to something that, that I feel has been a disservice to the people, um, it's it's unsettling and it's not going to resolve itself just because time, you, you know, it's four or five years and there's still people, you know, taking chemotherapy and radiation. Right. And it's like, well, there's other, there's got to be other, you know, yeah. solutions for this. And then you start to look at like how, well, in Florida, like I think it was over a two year time span, like 40 doctors were found at the bottom of rivers that were like coming out with these treatments Right, right. They were starting to commit suicide all yeah. of a sudden, even and, though they had a loving family and they were. And it was their, just like, yeah. oh my god, they're 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 shutting down other solutions, and it just started to be this at this point where you're like, man, we are just not getting solutions. And not only that, but we're almost getting like hunted down, like uh, like like animals. Like, no, you're not going to have a solution. And they still do it. You know, oh, they still do it. They do it. They kill these doctors. They kill these. You know, people, law enforcement, they kill off these different people in these places of power that can really make a change or make a difference. And they want you just to, you know, twiddle your thumbs around well, and not care or bring any attention to it. New York cops, how many uh, of those cops committed suicide from watching a certain video Yeah, by a uh, former secretary of state? How many cops died from uh, Capitol Police? Yeah, from, the from January, January 6th. 6th right. And... Like, and, and and they were all supposedly suicides. And, and yet, and when you look at how the media talks about it, and it's just like a little, oh, by the way, somebody committed suicide, let's move on. It's yeah. Like, well, hold on. Let's I'm investigating everything. Like, if I hear um, a kid died, a football kid died at a school in Ohio or wherever, I'm like, what did he the, take the vaccine? What were the circumstances? <laughs> right. You know, I'm a, I like everything. I'm questioning every single thing and even more so than I ever have. Well, you have to. And, yeah. and it goes back to the scripture, my people perish due to lack of knowledge, period. And, and yeah. that's that's been a scripture that's been in, in my life for a long time. And why I don't, well, I do know why. And that's because I've always been that person that's going to research and research and research yeah. Because I want to understand what the truth is. I want to know behind everything, underneath the surface, right. like what's really going on? What's that wizard behind the, the curtain? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've always had that passion. And um, since I was young, and it's it's spiritual, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual uh, element in my DNA that wants me to find out the truth, yeah. right? And so I never knew exactly why. When you're younger, you just want to you want to understand and research. You want to look at what are aliens, you know, what are underground bases? Is there a secret space program? You know, I wanted to know all that stuff. And then I started to to read more scripture, and I saw that my people perish due to lack of knowledge. And I was like, well, yeah, because if you have cancer, I don't want to just expose myself to that element because that protocol doesn't work. It, it it's been very uh, unsuccessful. Right. When, if it's caught early on, yeah, people survive, but. Um, from from what I was looking at, the the about what twenty nineteen when I started seeing how people were going down the wrong direction, and that's outside of TV. I wasn't even watching TV. I haven't watched TV in like twenty years, like literally, and just because it was so negative, my frequency would go down. I, it, the minute I would even watch any kind of news or whatever, 
it was just my soul would just resonate the wrong way and it just would turn it off. I don't like watching it. So, so last year I just started to have these different epiphanies and, and matter of fact, it was epiphanies that was building like a business plan for a media company. And, uh, you ever feel like God talks to you? I don't know if that's something that just little voices at all. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel sometimes like an energy or something kind of guiding me for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. That was so these epiphanies that I was getting was leading me towards building a new media company. And and he was saying, I need positive content. I need positive content. And so I started building the strategy, calling it canvas. And and, and the canvas was kind of like a representation of, of who we are um, living in the world. We're like an empty canvas and how we live our life is how we create that masterpiece that he created. But it's like a co-creation. It's like a where you're working together. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah. And so as I'm building the strategy, um, it just seemed to me like he kept just pushing me into like putting it on paper and, and creating this whole structure of uh, he needs positive content. And one of the things that I heard was, you know, help me build an army that will create the weapons of war that the enemies use against my people for decades. And, and, and I was thinking that the weapons of war is, is music, it's movies, it's culture. And, um, and I, and I always knew it was a spiritual battle. I always on all the posts that I would always say it's good versus evil. It's light versus dark. And so as, as it began to evolve itself, I was noticing that he, I mean, he's almost giving me these downloads of just, this is what I want you to do. And this is the direction you're going to go. And I'm like, to the point where I'm like, okay, and I, I wanted to be um, obedient because in the past when I wasn't, my life wouldn't go the right direction. And he would just literally just and put me back over here. Like, no, you're going to go this direction. Well, um, when you start, when I start to see how this was panning out, I had a vision. And I, I told Rick this last time that I was on the podcast my first vision ever that I've had. I've never uh, had visions in the past. I've always had little voices that would turn out to be true. So there were little like prophetic messages that would come true. And this is mm-hmm. started when I was younger and then college. But this vision that I had was uh, it was the it was the Monday before Thanksgiving, twenty nineteen, and and at that point there was no COVID, there was no lockdown, it was nothing, and it was it was this idea where. Uh, it, it started in, in hell, right? And as and I could see, like, all these demons working 24-7. And I was awake, by the way. And, and I don't just see visions. I wasn't on no major drugs. I was just uh, very calm. Yeah, a little bit of um, just relaxation-type um, components. But it was, like, to where I was very focused. I was on this, this higher... I don't right. know how to say it. But yeah, it was, I know what you mean. Like a higher road. Right. And so right. you see the... I saw this like a movie. It was like a widescreen movie and you could see these demons working 24 seven. And I'm like, this is crazy. Cause it was very detailed and it started to rise. Right. And as it rose, I saw these tunnels coming up and it was like, you could, I felt like it was underground. You could see the dirt mm-hmm. and these demons were coming up. And it, when it got to the street level, it created this component of what I guess the understanding that it was downloading into me was this whole economy is built around uh, human trafficking, prostitution, drug trafficking, like the demons created the core of that economy and it kept rising. And I could see how as it rose, the demons were having a hard time keeping that economy together because they were too dense. And as, as it was getting higher that I think the word ascension is what, I mean, that comes to mind is that I was feeling. And so these demons kept falling and kept falling because it was getting, everyone is getting higher. And so pretty soon 
the whole scene was just quiet. Like everything stopped because they couldn't operate. The whole thing broke down. And the backdrop was like a gray, kind of a dark. And then there was a big flash, this white flash. The whole thing just just went white. And then the background changed to like a light blue. And and then from the top, you could see these angels come down and rebuild this new economy. And I'm like, this is crazy. And I it started to get to the point where there were just thousands of angels coming down and just rebuilding it. What was the economy in the vision? So the new economy, well... What was the physical economy in the vision? Based on love. So the, the words that um, I heard was, help me change this world from a fear-based economy to a love-based economy. And then, and so it, it was basically built upon the little one, the least one, that we need to protect all of our innocence. And that so long as the smallest one is protected, everything else is good. And basically, the whole Illuminati pyramid, mm-hmm. the way I saw it, is that it was inverted upside down and that the most important thing in that pyramid is the smallest one. So long as we take care of the least, everything else above that is perfect. It's a, it's a better society. Right, right. It's living selflessly instead of selfishly. And so that, that, and it didn't make a lot of sense to me at that point. And, and when the white flash hit, the word reset was like in huge letters, like reset. And, I, and this is, I didn't even know about the Great Reset at that point. And now we all know that it's Klaus Schwab and this whole book that he wrote. Mm-hmm. So that was November 2019, right? And so, and he was pushing me to put all of those epiphanies that I've had for all of most of the year onto a business plan. And he was like, have it done before the end of the year. Have it done before the end of the year. And I, I, I'm a procrastinator. I never really go down. But literally, he was like, you're going to sit down i had he got my laptop and he's like put it all down on paper so i finished it before the end of the year and then i was like on like a break okay i'm i'm on a break and then covid hit and i'm like oh my god the whole world shut down and i go back to what he said help me change this world i'm like why would you say world first of all i live in america i live in texas and and it was this whole component of i need you to help me shift this world from mm-hmm. from fear because it is fear. It's all based upon fear, the yeah. way the media puts fear in your oh, head. Oh, yeah, everything. The kids are around with masks. Yeah, kids and are scared. If they don't wear the see? mask, they're going to kill their friends because their parents told them. And I didn't. Yeah. And I knew that it was there was an extent of that before, mm-hmm. just from the way that the society was living. But I didn't know it was going to go next level, right? And so and then they talked about the Great Reset. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this thing real? Like this whole vision that I saw? And so... And so when when it came out, the um, the COVID and how they were shutting everything down, and then the mask came out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he's just saying, "Put post it, post your information that you know." And I'm like, "I don't want to." And he's like, "No, you need to start posting. Tell people what this is all about because it wasn't about health. It wasn't about protecting people from a virus. It was about compliance. It was about getting people used to being." in compliance so that they can slowly roll you into what they want, which is going to be the vaccine, which is slowly rolling you into what they want, which is going to be the mark. And I'm like, fine. So I became obedient and started posting information that I already knew. I've known for years that these people don't worry about your, they don't, they don't care if people are dying from a virus. The people have, I mean, the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, uh, this has been the plan from the get go. It's always been the plan. Yeah. It's always been the plan. And so when people are like, you need to wear your mask, I'm like, it's not about health. It's, if you only knew 
what their intentions were for yeah. you as a society, you would understand that this is not about health. And then they're like, you're, you're not doing what's right for the community. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm trying yeah. to teach people. I was just talking about this. It's, it's like if you are doing the research and you're looking into these, you know, why shouldn't I wear the mask? Why should I question the vaccine? Or why should I not comply? And you're doing research and you're finding legitimate reasoning behind those things, a, a legitimate reason to go against them. Now you're a conspiracy theorist. And now you're crazy. And right. now, you know, something's wrong with you. Right. And the people that are so quick to tell you to wear the mask or get the vaccine, I'm, I mean, your everyday people at the grocery store, wherever, um, they're not taking the time to do any research. They're going to work at nine to five at the bank or wherever they work. They get off of work. They're cooking dinner. They're dealing with their kids. They're watching a little bit of news. They go to bed. So they could care less about research or anything. They think their research is, you know, uh, mainstream media. The CDC website. Yeah. Or the CDC website. Which, which is, even the CDC website was saying masks weren't, you know, weren't good or yeah, Fauci said it in the beginning. Yeah, Fauci said it. You know, it's it's like the the vaccine. We had, you know, Biden and and um, Kamala saying that you know they would not get the vaccine if Trump gets the vaccine. We will not be taking the vaccine. You should question the vaccine. They wouldn't trust the vaccine. And then as soon politics. as yeah, and as soon as you know Biden got you know put in into the white house you know everything changed and then yeah. they were like get the vaccine get the vaccine it's like i thought you didn't you know and then people that are going oh you voted for trump you know or in it and you know just trying to connect that with the vaccine it's like well actually not that i agreed with it but trump is the one who got the vaccine to you know become get into production fast well like supposedly it did. that was to open up our economy because their yeah. plan was to keep it shut down for like three yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. So he did what he did for whatever the reason was, but at the end of the day, he's the reason why it's available mm-hmm. and people Wait, go back to that. What? Say that again. The, the plan was to shut down everything. The economy for three to four years. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, you've heard. Yeah. That the, how, if some, we didn't have the vaccine available, then they were going to their just plan keep was, and Trump said down. that. Trump has said that too. So that's the reason why he did this speedy, um, you know, thing to get it to get it to the point to where it got before he was out of office. Yeah, because a lot of truthers are kind of upset at Trump right now for even still talking about it. Yeah, I I don't like hearing Trump say anything about the vaccine. I don't want to hear anything that he has to say about the vaccine unless he's saying people should have choice, which he does say he does backhandedly. Say that. He does say that, but still, I, I don't, we should come out with the truth now. Yeah. You know, the minute you um, start approving it for five to 11 year olds, it's, I mean, it's not fair to those kids oh, that yeah. they're innocent. They have a full life ahead of them and you've got people that are just, I mean, um, that video, it's on my telegram, but it's a whole five minute video. I think it's five minutes of just all these athletes who are dying on the soccer field and Football players and articles, 17-year-old dies of a heart attack. All these heart attacks yeah. that were having, taking place. Um, and uh, just for me, I'm like, okay, this, there's so much evidence. There's, there's Everybody out there knows something is wrong. They don't want to say it because they don't want to be standing out from the crowd and like, you know, oh, we shouldn't, um, we shouldn't say anything. And, and, and it's like, you know what? I was thinking about this. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll say whatever the hell I yeah. feel like. And if you think I'm crazy, I don't care. Don't care. And I really don't yeah. care. And I was wondering, like, why are you telling me this? Like, why is why is God giving me this pressure of saying this? And 
maybe it's because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm t- I'll say it like, you know, I'm going to say it like I, like I heard it because I know I don't hear voices. I know I don't see visions. Right. And so if it happens to me, and people have known me enough times, you know, friends of mine have known for a while, I don't go around talking in a parking garage to myself like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty damn normal. And so if I say something where this really happened to me, this I saw this vision, they're not going to be like, okay, uh, yeah. It's more like, okay, really? Matter of fact, confirmation. Is there a way I can pull up the drawing that I made? So so the very next day I had that vision. Where is it going to be? On uh, that PowerPoint presentation. And it's like maybe the second or slide. And so I went to the next day, I got the Office Depot, and I got this, one of the, that thing, that big old. And so I, uh, I drew it for what I saw. And, and two weeks later, this guy I met through a buddy of mine, he's an acquaintance, I'm, and we met at, like somewhere at the domain at the bar. And um, it's actually before, I'd known him before that. And, but two weeks later after that, I drew that image. He sent me through Messenger an image. For no reason, I'm like, that was, and it was the exact same image that I had drawn two weeks before, but it was like beautiful. It was like just it showed two different worlds that we're living in, but it's almost to a T. And then I even responded. It was on Messenger. I said, like, "Hey, why did you send me this, bro?" And, and he never responded. I'm like, "Okay, this is weird." But it was confirmation that whatever I had drew or drawn, how do you say that in English? Um, drawn. Yeah, drawn. Did you see it? Yeah. I'm really- can you put, and and so show the the one that I drew. It's pretty damn primitive. Yeah, when you're describing that to me, I could kind of envision also what you're saying really? because of the way that you tell it, describe it, it, which is even more of a reason why it's so such a believable experience. Because I've just met you, so. Mm-hmm. It was kind of yeah. I, I wasn't when you were telling me the story. I wasn't looking at you like you were some crazy guy. <laughs> if no. you thought no, but no, no, because of the way that you're describing your vision, I could actually also envision it really? as you're telling it to me. So, so what I did is I, I kind of I started from the bottom and I just you know chaos is what was really what I was seeing. So I drew this whole image of of this and see the pyramids. See how almost it looks like the Illuminati pyramid, and then up up top right. you can see it like inverted. And I didn't have that epiphany of in flipping that pyramid upside down. So after I drew it, and I'm like, oh, my God, the least is the greatest. It's in scripture. And so that top pyramid, which is upside down, the most important part of that pyramid is the least. Mm-hmm. And right now, with the world that we live in, the most important part is the elite, the 1%. Right. The whole Illuminati, Eye of Horus crap. And see where it says reset? I wrote reset November of 2019. Before I even knew about reset, the great reset, mm-hmm. and the burst of light, and then fear-based economy, love-based economy, right? And they, so we're returning back to the sun, which in my eyes is you know, Jesus Christ. Show her the one that my buddy sent me, like, or my acquaintance, and just out of the blue. It's right after that. If you, there you go. There you go, that one. There you go. You click on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't it like... It's almost the same thing. Almost exactly. Like, you see the chaos at the, at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then up top, you see kind of the heaven height. You're returning back towards this beautiful energy. Right. Almost this f- feeling of uh, two worlds that were 
we're moving we're moving out of the negative chaotic realm into this new i guess era this new age which for me we're going from the age of pisces into the age of aquarius and so for me that was a confirmation because i mean you you have this experience you draw it out and for the most part you're like did i really see that when i was awake and i knew that it was completely in my eyes real and so when I got the confirmation and he never responded, I'm like, this, was this just sent to me? I mean, I still have it on Messenger to this day. And I'm like, why would this guy ever send this to me? He never responded. So it was like God was just telling me, yes, I told you to draw that for a reason. And mm-hmm. then COVID hits, right? And so in my head, I'm already seeing that, okay, we're moving out of this negative realm into this more positive realm. But then when you see how the world was turning into this lockdown. I'm like, this, this is like completely negative. How how would, how how does it make any sense for us? And then the elements of the great harvest was being downloaded to me. Like this is going to become the great harvest. This is the apocalypse, the unveiling of everything. Mm -hmm. Anybody who thinks that right now we're in a very normal time period does not understand what's going on. Right. There's like, this is way bigger than America. This is way bigger than Trump. This is not about politics. Right. This is about evil being eradicated from the face of the earth so that the meek can inherit. The meek shall inherit the earth. We can't inherit it if every time you step up as a celebrity, you got to go do a blood sacrifice. Right. And if people think that, dude, that child sex trafficking is a bunch, it's ridiculous. No, look at all the evidence in Wayfair, Walmart. It's in your face. Yeah. And so that vision, and now, see, that vision was before I even knew about all the elements of the child sex trafficking right. and all that. And then you see that, and you're like, oh, my God. We do live in this I dark I should have never tunnel. took a break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I do know what you mean. And I feel like, unfortunately, these times have shown that kind of like evil versus good outside of the political realm, outside of all of these other little nuanced things and it's showing you that it's it's an evil that is happening and and they make it i I wouldn't say i'd say that they're making it easier for us because they're coming out so boldly you know like this um little nas you know devil worshiping satanist whatever he went from singing you know songs that i've seen little kids sing these songs, you know, his little cowboy song he did. He yep. went to the school. He did a music video. He yep. gained all of the the kids, the trust, yep. you know, the kids put into him just like, you know, people, you have your favorite music artist or whatever, and you, you love them, you see them, you go see them when they're around, you keep up with them. And, you know, it's not that big of a, like, it, that's not what's happening with the kids, but the little bit that they do know about it, that is what they're right. doing. And they're following this guy. Mm-hmm. And now he's creating these shoes with this blood and the, with a drop know. of human blood. <laughs> yeah. It's got the six, six, six on there. It's called Satan shoes. And it's like, and they're selling 666 pairs. Yeah. And it's in your face. And then he did that music video. He did, he did the two or three music videos since then that are all equally, just just disgusting and demonic and you know he's bending people i saw a music video like a screenshot of him and like 15 dudes that are all naked dancing you know like dancers and everybody's naked 
and they're blurred, but it's still a music video that they're playing <clears throat> on TV. It's it's to it's acclimate <laughs> our kids. Yeah, um, and they they do it. They don't stop. It's to assimilate, and and see, and that's the, goes back to what he was saying was that help me build an army to help create the weapons right. of war. It's our culture. It's a sick culture. It's the music. Yeah. It's the movies. It's it's the uh, the media. It's uh, the media is the worst. And man, I'm telling, stop watching TV because it's not only telling you lies, it is literally leading you to a direction that leads to death and destruction. Yeah. And I can't say any lighter than that. We can say that, that the, the ratings are dropping. A lot of the ratings that's for these. True. For these. So, so that's what I'm saying. Because, and I think that that's because they're bold. They're doing these things so boldly. And, you know, a lot of people aren't comfortable that got the vaccine, aren't as comfortable with getting giving it to their kids. Like, for example, Matthew McConaughey. Right. Mm -hmm. He has a vaccine. His wife got the vaccine, but he's coming out saying that he's not going to get his kids vaccinated because he doesn't trust it. Well, no shit. They shouldn't be doing that. They, you know, they added a drug to the children's vaccine. I don't remember what it's called. It starts with a T. It's a it's a drug that they added that they give you to to help reduce the risk of heart attack. Oh, yeah. yeah. It like lowers the blood acid or like something in your body. Um, and, and so they're, I mean, at least they're, I guess they're recognizing that there is an issue with, uh, kids having heart attacks or having myocarditis or, you know, these heart problems at such a young age after getting the vaccine, which is why they added it. But it's, it's experimental because we've heard no talks. We've seen no studies or anything about this particular vaccine, and that's the vaccine they're giving the kids, is the one that they made overnight, adding this drug as a buffer and pulling out two other components that they were using before and, and then fucking with the dosage. And the, as of... The hmm? dosage. Yeah. Thro, thro, Trom- thro, tromethamine? Oh, tromethamine, sorry. <laughs> had been added to the Pfizer vaccine to lower the risk of heart attacks and strokes in five-year-olds. <laughs> Five year old. Like, if we're having to print out something that says this, <laughs> hold on. What are we doing? An Australian anti-vaccination group used the announcement to claim an, an ingredient, tromethamine, had been added to Pfizer vaccine. So, so, there, so the fact of the matter is, they're admitting that this vaccine causes heart attacks in five year olds. They're admitting that by adding this drug into the vaccine. That's ridiculous. And and people don't like I was talking about this um, to my fiance the minute I mm-hmm. I read an article about this and I was laying in bed and I was like oh my god they're just adding this thing and then I rewatched the announcement that Biden did immediately following them giving the approval on this and he said I'm happy that we're you know getting this new formula for the kids and I said. There it is. It's a new formula. And, and and he said, it's because they changed the dosage. I said, no. He said, formula. No, as of October 29, 2000, I'm going to stand up for a little bit. Uh, 2021, uh, 19,109 people have died within three days of taking the vaccine. And that's on VAERS, which is mm-hmm. the Vaccine Adverse Event Reactions uh, System. Yeah. Which the, is updated every day. The adverse events... Uh, was, and I saw this on Friday at the conference, and this was presented by Dr. Uh, Jack, one of those individuals. And um, that was 100,000 
adverse events had been reported by October 29th. And the uh, list of items or events that they put on there, paralysis, stroke, um, blood thrombosis, mm-hmm. blood clots in general. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like, holy shit, man. This is 19,000. We can confirm. Yeah. 19,000 people have died from the vaccine. When when that uh, painkiller came out, it was called um, um, Vioxx. And it got to the point where, like, I think eight or 10,000 people had died over six months, and they finally took it off the shelves. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was, no, it was like 40,000, I think it was. It was I'm, a high number. I know what you're, what you're saying, right? And they, they pulled it just like the swine flu vaccine or the, the swine flu vaccine. It killed like 50 people or something and they pulled it. They, so you're no, saying, that was after two deaths, right? Or Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, right. That was, was on just, a vaccine. Yeah, it was just after a, just a couple deaths and they pulled it, it. And you have to ask yourself a question why, like, okay, so hold on. So the vaccine killed two people previously and that was the swine flu. Mm-hmm. Vioxx had killed, I think it was 45,000 and then it finally got pulled. Was that because there's a lot of money invested at a certain point and that people were like saying, hey, 20,000 people that died on this thing is like, oh, just give it a little more time. They haven't made their money back yet. Let's give it a little more time. Who was being paid off at that point compared to just FDA doing their job protecting the American people? Right. You know, we have to understand that money is involved here. Oh, yeah. It's, that's the reason yeah, why people make rules. these decisions on on these lobby levels in Washington, D.C., so, I mean, and nobody wants to talk about it because people are getting murdered <laughs> for talking about it. But now they're coming after our kids. And that's where men have to stand up, no pun intended, and I just stood up, but, and, <laughs> and fight for their kids. Yeah. This is out of control. Yeah. Like, the enemy is coming for our young ones. And what's it going to take for people to get pissed off and be like, yeah. Not no, but just hell no. Take the mask off your kids. Listen, yeah. all the parents that are still aren't fighting for their kids. I, I like, okay, so if you're forced to be in your workplace all day with the mask on, it's irritating. It's, I'm trying to cuss less. And, and I wanted to, and I'm trying to cuss less so I can. <laughs> you're doing great. Thank you. Uh, it's irritating. Yeah. So how do you think your kids feel? Yeah. All day at school. Well, that's what I was saying also recently. And maybe, I mean, this is a good, um, I'm feeling good about this yeah. <laughs> meeting, but I was just saying that the other day. I was I was saying, what, you know, these parents, or these, you know, these parents that I'm seeing them walk their kids to elementary school, they're wearing a mask, their kid's wearing a mask, they drop their kids off, they have the mat. they take the mask off and they walk back to their car. Right. And it's like, right. what are we, what is, what are you doing here? It's not fair to your kids. What are you doing? You know, you, you can't wear a mask. These kids are wearing masks more than anybody. Yes. Because every adult that's going to work. It's literally that torture. requires a mask, pulls it down or they take it off or they, they're, they're not wearing it as much as these kids are wearing you, it in school. And you know, these power hungry teachers are probably yeah. doing that same shit, oh, but yeah. they're the same ones that are going like, Julie, Julie, mm-hmm. over your nose, right? Oh, yeah. They're being indoctrinated like they're, like they're slaves, like they're prisoners. Yeah. And it's for a reason. It's not for health. What's the percentage of these kids oh, yeah. dying from the virus? Yeah, it's like completely damn near zero, right? Two or three or something. So yeah. it's for a different reason. And we all need to understand that, that it's coming for our kids yeah. to train them to be a docile and, and 
modern day slaves. Like you're going to do what oh, we yeah. tell you. You're not going to speak up. This is, I mean, you're losing all sense of communication because oh, yeah. you're compromising their immune system. Yes. You're emotionally traumatizing. These kids will never be the same unless you're a parent, like I'm a parent or you're a parent, how we're, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you do it, but I talk to, I'm taught, I give lectures. I'm like, I'm constantly giving them updates, talking about masks where we'd see, you know, kids in the car and, you know, I'm like, man, this is terrible. And my son's like, I know, right. How can they breathe? I don't understand. You know, it's, he's, he's more awake than, than, you know, did you see that little eight year old who I forget what state it was. She had been, um, the mom. Um, I don't know what her name was or what state it was, but she had been banned or expelled from school like 36 times. Oh yeah. Yeah. The little girl. And she went and spoke to the school board. Oh yeah. I and love those school board meetings. You, I've gone to many of them. That little eight-year-old yeah. girl has bigger cojones than yeah. a lot of the dads out there. Who and they aren't turned going. it around. They, I read an article they saying did? that they did because oh, good. that girl wouldn't. She wouldn't put it on. Yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't put it on, and and she was. Uh, Fiona Lachelle's girl yeah. eight suspended thirty-eight times for no mask. Tell school board. Hope you go to jail. <laughs> yeah, and in, in her little speech, and you she know was what? Saying, Can we play that real quick? If that at the video is there. If you, oh, you know what? It's on my. No, it's not on my Telegram. But she uh, she speaks just from the heart, and you can hear her passion. And she's like, it's just oh, it's yeah. not fair. She said a lot of people are right saying that there, my that parents are doing it. I see. That's fine. I, we can. My name is Fiona Lachaud, and I am in second grade at Discovery Key Elementary. I am back to talk to you again today. And for anyone who thinks I didn't write my speech, last time is wrong. I wanted to be here then, just like I do now. Sorry if I am supposed to be scared when I see people yelling at these meetings. So I am back today, and tomorrow is my birthday. I am going to get suspended if I don't wear a mask for three more days, just because I get suspended for not wearing a mask isn't going to change my mind. You can keep suspending me. I still have the right not to wear a mask. It is not fair that I'm getting punished because you guys, the school board, are not following the law. That is not fair. It just isn't right. I'm still going to stand up for what I believe in. And nothing's going to change my mind. I've been getting suspended a lot because I'm wearing a mask. Do you know how dirty masks are? Because you touch the mask. You put it on your face. You breathe all those germs in because you have lots of bacteria on your hand. Oh, and okay, yeah, I hope you all go to jail for doing this to me. <laughs> And my family is proud of me, and my Uncle Murphy that is in heaven is really proud of me. And I want to say, Burke sucks, but instead of, <laughs> your girl sucks. That's what I'm talking about. That kind of spirit, that fighting these, spirit. These school board meetings, I went to one in Dripping Springs, um, and I, like, 
was going there to get footage of it for my job. And I had to like stop and sit down and like collect myself because some of these stories that these older kids, so the school I went to was a middle school. So they're older kids and they were able to express their, express themselves Mm -hmm. a lot more, a lot better than, you know, elementary school. And it was heartbreaking to hear, you know, these, these kids that are suffering, some kids that are, you know, special needs. And, and that's one of the, and it drives me crazy to see that that's how come it got overturned was because here in Texas is because the special needs feel like it's not fair. It's not fair to they special needs kids because, time. well, no, they're saying it the opposite direction. They're saying that it's not fair that the, these special needs kids want to go to school, but because these other kids oh, who I can't wear it, who don't want to wear a mask are going to, you know, somehow hurt them or give them COVID or whatever. And, and I see it actually the opposite direction. I feel like, and that's what the kids that were at the school board meeting I went to were saying is, you know, they speak sign language and they can't communicate because they do a lot of lip reading and Mm -hmm. they can't do lip reading with a mask on. I didn't think about that. And, you know, and, and a lot of other reasons. And the, they had these kids there for a school board meeting to enforce mask after they told them they didn't have to wear a mask the day before school started. So there were kids there that were, there were parents there. They had been there the entire day, pretty much waiting for the meeting to start waiting. And they were taking breaks and waiting and kids were there at like nine 30 and they were like, I didn't even get to have my dinner because I have to come up here and fight for my, for myself not to wear a mask at school. I should be asleep right now Mm-mm. because I have school tomorrow. No, yeah. now is the time to say no. Yeah. Do not comply. Matter of fact, yesterday was the day right. to say no for it to go on this long. You got to start looking at Americans going like, where are your balls? Mm-hmm. Fight for your kids. Like it's, it's beyond time. And mm-hmm. just because you're not having to go through the pain, think about the kids. This is ridiculous that, that, I mean, at least Southwest airline pilots are, are revolting. They, they weren't going to, you know, fly. <laughs> How many flights got canceled? It takes a, a, a community to stick together so that we can all, if it's just one person, they can snipe you out. Then you're no longer a problem. If it's all of us at once, then they have no choice. We outnumber them. It goes down. Remember that uh, the grasshopper scene in uh, A Bug's Life when the ant was like trying to fight back for basically the grasshoppers like, look, you know, the ants provide us our food. They work for us. And the the other grasshoppers like, yeah, but it's only one ant. We don't have to worry about it. And then that one, that main grasshopper is like, you don't understand. They open up that little food and it came down and it swallowed them because all the pebbles that they eat, whatever, it killed those two grasshoppers. And then the main grasshopper said, look, if one ant stands up to us and they all stand up to us, our way of life is over. They outnumber us a thousand to one. That's us. We outnumber them. We are the power because we are the people. So if the people stand up, this whole thing ends tomorrow. Yeah. The only reason it's continuing is because people comply. Don't comply. Like this, you know, this whole idea of, you know, so what, what, what do they say about the exemption? Are they going to give you the exemption? Who gives a shit? Like a free man doesn't ask for permission. Right. It's like, what is, what is it going to take for it? And it, it takes these, it takes these very, you know, destructive paths for people to wake up. And that's very unfortunate, you know, and that's what I was saying when they approved this vaccine, I said, great, great. A lot of these parents are going to have their own child's blood on their hands and they're going to have to live with that. 
And it's unfortunate that that's what it's going to take for them to wake up. Um, I saw an article where there was a mom who um, posted a picture, can't wait to get my son vaccinated there, can't wait till they approve it, and then they approved it, she took a picture of him in the car with his vaccine card, they're super happy, and then he got myocarditis, and then she started posting about that on Twitter. Is that the one where he's in, he's in the bed recovering from the mini heart attack? And then she made a comment. I don't know if it's the same no, it's one. No, it's different. So, so the, there's so many stories. You know, the one that there. I saw was he was in the hospital bed recovering, and she posted. I think it was Twitter or something, and she said, uh, "Recovering from his mini heart attack. I'm so glad he's vaccinated because there's so many sick people in this hospital." I'm like, "Oh my God, you can't fix stupid." Yeah, yeah. Like, well, this one, the one that I'm talking about, she actually started. It, it was like you got to see her get red pilled but in the most terrifying way that a parent would never want to wake up you know it's like she didn't realize what had happened until her son got myocarditis and then she posted about it and guess what she started getting attacked about uh, attacked by her own people you know essentially the vac the pro-vaxxers yeah were attacking her yeah they were like that's a lie he didn't get it from the you know like they were they were attacking her in that way and she's like, whoa, whoa, I'm just posting what happened to me. I'm just posting my story. And then they were going at her pretty hard. And she was like, wow, I didn't realize, like, I'd been excited to get the vaccine. I, I, you just, know, and it's- I just heard a video earlier today. It was on um, Telegram, and it was this guy, I think it's Kirk War- Warner, and he's a professional mountain biker. He went and he got the vaccine. And immediately, oh, the mountain biker, yeah, yeah, mountain biker or professional mountain biker. Yeah, I heard a little bit about this story, and and I saw the video where he posted it, his own video recording to, I guess, Twitter. I don't know what it was, and I but I heard it. He was crying. He's like, uh, I can't believe that people are attacking me as much as uh, they are because I'm just sharing my story. What's his name? Kurt Warner. Um. Uh, do news like in the search? I think it Google. was on um, my uh, one of the Telegram channels, and people. <clears throat> so he talks about how he had. Well, thank God he survived because he survived, you know there's a hockey player um, that died that had a heart attack during a game, dead or what? no? He's not dead. I'm sorry. He he did survive. He did survive. There was <laughs> another hockey player that died. Um, well, but the most recent one actually survived. His own, because he was pro-vax, and he was, mm-hmm. you know, promoting it to say, hey, be responsible, right. do what's good for the Roll community. Up your sleeve. Yeah. And then when he posted that he was in the hospital having heart problems, and um, the people were attacking him going, you're a liar. How dare you pin this on the vaccine? And he's like, it happened to me. What do you want me to say? Like, and then he even said something like, I've been comp- uh, contemplating suicide. I'm like, why? No. Screw those stupid people. That, yeah. Just because. But people aren't at, at the place, which is why it's so easy for them to get to where they are in this like dark evil side. Because exactly they're so destroyed from from being in this lockdown, from losing their job, from, you know, working from home. Some, it's not for everybody. I'm a, I'm a very, very social person. I worked from home for most of the COVID time, and I was starting to go crazy. Like, I was starting mm-hmm. to really, like, fall into a dark place. And I, even though I could freely go outside and go do things, I just had no desire to. 
you know, and luckily, you know, I was strong enough to pull myself out of it, but everybody is not as strong Mm -mm, and it's, it's very easy for people to fall down that dark hole. I've seen that. And I guess, again, like, uh, I've said a lot of things on Facebook and I said it without worrying about the repercussions because, but because I don't care what people think about me. And, and a lot of people are probably thinking that, oh, Chris was wrong. And I said a lot of things about what was going to come. But a lot of what I said was based upon what I was given as where we are going as a society, as a people. And, and I do a lot of my research from behind the scenes. And I still believe in a certain letter of the alphabet that has given us um, drops on a back channel. And a lot of those have come true. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm still confident that um, the guy that's supposedly in power right now... Um, Let's put it this way. The White House has been empty since January 20th. People right. that live in D.C. can confirm that. There's no snipers on the, on the roof. Um, most of the federal buildings are shut down and dark. There's no lights even on in the building. So what I've been saying is that the Corporation of America is bankrupt. And it's been bankrupt since, I think, May of 2020. They just defaulted on one of their last payments, I think, last month. And I do believe the Republic has been restored. All the obstacles that were in the way had been removed by a certain president that I support. So I understand that perception is reality, right? So Biden's fake stage, the false matrix that's around people, whether it be big tech or mainstream media is a false reality. Right. And so because the perception becomes a reality, that's what they believe. Right. So my point is we have to give back power to the people and right now i believe and i said this the last podcast we recorded rick was that um they're using mainstream media as a cover Mm -hmm. i call it color revolution the ccp owns the media right the ccp owns hollywood they own uh probably majority of the banking system uh it's it's all corrupt right and and so what's happening right now what's playing out right now is a nightmare to wake up the sheeple to be like, when you hear uh, Biden's trying to pass a um, a law or a man, whatever it may be, that pays illegal immigrants four hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars mm-hmm. for for separation of family. Okay, well, so hold on. So if an American commits a crime and goes to prison, you're separating their family as well, right? Because if they commit a crime, the kid's not going to go with them to prison. What about that? Are they going to get four hundred fifty thousand right. dollars as well? Because the illegal immigrant committed a crime, are those kids going to go with him? They're to just jail trying well? to secure the, themselves and their, you know, and their leadership and giving these people that are coming over illegally, these criminals and all of these other people. Not that every single person coming over is a criminal, but I would I would gladly say that more than half of them are. And and you're and what do you think's going to happen with yeah. the people that hear about that that are overseas, like? Let's go to America. We can oh, yeah. get it's, it's, grand. I mean, it's been happening, right? And so they all come over here. The, I remember when the, the first caravans were coming over after Biden was installed, that they were wearing Biden T-shirts. Really? You know, and it's like, uh, what they're, do you think? They're bringing is, in voters. They're just you, bringing yeah, in voters. they're just bringing in these people, giving them whatever. And and it's it's really, it's it just makes it a lot tougher and, and a lot harder. And And I read also an article saying that, um, that Abbott was having the shipping containers 
sent to the border to close up the portions that are not fenced. That's a good idea. I thought that was great. I was like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a... And I hear both like, sides of the coin but, on that. But Abbott let's too. do it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a, a big fan of Abbott. Um, I mean, I don't know why we didn't do this January 21st. Yeah, I know. I know. I know it. I agree. I agree. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, right now is a time, and, and I think that all of this is happening so that we can see where That's people exactly right. where people are. Yep. Where are you? Where do you want to be at yep. when when shit go, when stuff goes down? Right? Where do you want to be at? Are you going to be over here? Or are you going to be over here with the pedophiles and the and that's, the elites and the exactly right? You know all of this darkness. Or you're going to be over here, and it, that's why it's become so extreme. You know, so bold that they're being so bold. You know, they mm-hmm. want only the people that are going to follow this dark. Mm-hmm you know, dark, demonic leadership, or are you going to be over here? And now is the time to figure that out. See, what's happening right now is, so these people that have been in power have been in power for a long time, Mm -hmm. way before Kennedy was assassinated. There were still powers behind the scenes that were always kind of trying to manipulate, you know, the situation. And I think JFK was was one of the first big wake up calls. Like, oh my God, our government just killed our president, or not our shadow government. And so, um, if that if it's so entrenched, I mean, what is it? Um, what's his name? Julian Assange said that. Oh no worries. Said that once the truth comes to fruition, once it comes to the surface, ninety eight percent of all DC will be corrupt. Will be in prison. Mm-hmm. All senators, congressmen. They're, they're all um, bought and paid for. That's, what, that's right. what's become clear. And I think what's happening right now, we're letting this movie play out for a number of reasons. Let, people, let all the enemy, including the CCP, think that potentially this, this person Biden, this uh, Beijing Biden, is in control, which he probably is And when you talk about the corporation. Right? He's mm-hmm. running the corporation that's already dead, but something dead is going to wiggle for a while. And so what we're seeing and witnessing is the destruction of the old guard, but it's all kind of falling apart around us. And we're like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. Um, and the perception of those who give that the power that it has is because they believe that authority to be true. So that is also culminating to this idea of destroying what we have. Everything is falling apart. Inflation, right. economy, the the military is falling apart because of the vaccine mandates. Oh, yeah. So it's being destroyed because of what it is. It's it's a dead, dying entity. Meanwhile, this other thing called the Republic has been established, and it was established July 4th of 2020 when Trump re-signed the Declaration of Independence and made it known mm-hmm. that all the blocks that happened since 1871 have been removed. And you look at the, when you look at the Articles of 1871 – or the Act of 1871, it was when the legislature sold us to the city of London because we needed to borrow money because we were approaching some type of catastrophe mm-hmm. economically. City of London says, okay, we'll lend you this money, but you have to give us access to your people. And since 1871, we've been debt slaves to the central banking system that was based out of the city of London. Right. And nobody even understands how this really works. And so when... when Trump was removing all these little obstacles. Mm -hmm. I was trying to tell people, look, this is going to be a better time. Now, in my head, I already knew that this thing is so huge that the destruction of it was going to be a very painful ride. 
I already knew that. Right. So this economy was going to already come down. It's an old economy that needs to be, the SWIFT system needs to be gone because it's central bank. Centralization of any type of system is meant to enslave people. Right. You need yeah. to decentralize any type of system, including the banking system. So I knew that was going to be rough. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's, there's two systems that are completely side by side. One is coming up, one is going away. Now, the thing is that if people could wake up to the idea that the republic is there for you to take advantage of, like becoming a state national, and I don't know if you've heard of state nationals and what that provides people, but you have so many more rights. Uh, I feel like a, some, um, some city or somewhere declared themselves something so that they don't have to follow the VAX mandate. I want that's, to say, is that's that what it, it was, starts. right? Yeah. So they did something and, and it got rolled on and basically it was to say that they are their own, they make their own decisions as a state or as a, I think it was a city in like Ohio maybe or somewhere. And they don't have to take. Abide by mandates. Yeah, abide by mandates or, or take any, anything that goes against the constitution. Correct. And so when, when the Supreme Court says that, that they don't have standing, it's because they are under the jurisdiction of the corporation. So there's the United States of, of America, mm-hmm. and there's the United States of America, all caps, which is the dead vessel, the entity that they've been utilizing to basically purge us of our money, like of our funds, and sending it back to the Puerto Rican Corporation that's called the Internal Revenue Service, and then sending it to the Crown of England. And it's like, okay, well, hold on. Why are we send, sending them any kind of money? It's We should control our own goal, our currency. And that's what was restored when the Federal Reserve was absorbed by the Treasury Department. So nobody understands that when that happened, you know, was it uh, 2020, I think in February, March of last year, that we were taking back our money. We can now coin our own currency, our own monetary system. So it's been provided for us to be able to control our own destiny. Right. You see, that makes sense? Right. So when you become a state national, which I'm in the process, we're going to do, like we're probably going to, me and my buddy are going to do an app to show people these are the steps to become a state national. 45,000 people were state nationals in 2019. 40,000 of those were members of the Bar Association. What does that tell you? These lawyers, these attorneys Mm -hmm. who know what's up become state nationals. Trump became a state national in 2008. The Clintons have been state nationals forever. One of the main reasons why they don't get arrested is because they're state nationals. They, they circumvent statutes, mandates, local laws, because right. all they abide by is the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. So long as you don't hurt nobody or right. create harm, mm-hmm. then nobody can come to you and say, hey, you have a warrant for your arrest. No, I right. don't. It, you don't have, you're, you're putting war. There's a guy named David Strait, for anybody listening to this. You can look up his uh, videos on YouTube. David Strait is, knows a lot about state nationals. And that's where we need to go as a people to, to take our power back. But it starts with standing up now and not complying. It's, it's, it's that's great. I hope you do the, make this app. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> the city of Orville. Oh yeah. The city of Orville. Is that the one that I was saying? Yeah. That I was trying to think National of. Attention for announcing that they will not follow controversial orders issued by the governor or the president. The fight for terms of number of federal and state. Constitutional Republic city. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, and it's the idea is just now taking off. It was a vote six to one. You know what does that tell you? It's like 
We we got to take our power we back. We need to we need to follow suit. You know, we need to jump on board and and then they interview the one person that went against it and they give her all of this airtime. Drives me so crazy. But, I'm just saying. But yeah, it's because they're saying, you know, that she's she's saying that why are we putting people at risk and you know they keep saying this and it's. There's no so it's, there's no it should it's not even on the scale this mandate for vaccines it shouldn't even be on a scale of uh, something that is in the hands of the federal government it's who are they to dictate our health like that should be a localized personal uh, discussion between you and your doctor to have this one size fits all when it comes to health is ridiculous mm-hmm. like yeah. we're not a, we're not cattle so you know they they keep saying and they've said this before you know. Uh, follow the science. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's follow the science. And let's look at the data, right? Which is more math because science can be construed as a religion. The data shows people dying. Mm-hmm. And how come the media is not talking about it? 19,000 people as of October 29th. That's a lot of freaking yeah, people. Well, you're saying military. I know a guy, a guy in, you know, close to me and my family, and his brother is in the Navy, and I want to say he's been in the Navy for 15 years. And he recent he got the vaccine because he was on a, on that deadline to get the vaccine. And so he got the vaccine, even though he didn't really want to get it. He got it. And a month later, he had a stroke. He had a stroke. And, you know, and I got this phone call and, you know, and. It was like a very traumatic thing and he couldn't speak right. And he was in the, you know, he had to get that or they were going to give him a dishonorable discharge. And then he loses all everything that he's gotten through being in the Navy. Luckily, he survived. But can we dive deep a little bit? I want to dive deep just a little bit. The deep dive. Because because I have because have you seen the, the ingredients of the vaccine? Um. Somewhat. One of the main components is called graphene oxide. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, are you hot, Rick? The camera's on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the there's a video. I'm on Telegram, by the way. And there's all the videos that I would, I would post on Facebook. I don't anymore. I put it on Telegram because they, uh, they banned me. They kept banning me and banning me and banning me. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll just start another channel. Um, but there's a video where... The graphene oxide was a big black blob, and it's on this mm-hmm. table, and they started playing sounds, mm-hmm. and it would start moving, and like it was sentient, and I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. Yeah. Now, I've seen these videos out of Russia, and they were showing the inside of this guy's body, <clears throat> and you see where the graphene oxide was starting to grow inside. I think it was his uh, artery or veins or something. Or, it was a, a something. I don't know what it was exactly, but inside his body. And you can see it growing, like, on the on the edges. And so let's go back to this Travis Scott concert. And, the, and they say eight people died. Well, I've already heard about three interviews of people that were there. And two of them were when they were right after the concert. And this guy was freaked out. And he's like, this is crazy. It's demonic. And he's like, right around me in the VIP area, I saw, like, ten dead people. Yeah. And he said, they were dead, bro. They were dead. They were black and blue. And the, the EMS came to try and do uh, cardiac and nothing. And they went to the next person and nothing. They were black and blue. They were dead. And so then you hear about 300 injured and sent to the hospital, but only eight dead. 
I'm like 300 injured. Yeah, that did not make sense to me either. Sense when I all. heard it, I was like, no way. Not no way. All. You're going to tell me that every single death, somebody captured it on video or somebody captured it? I don't think so. I feel like because there were so many people in so many areas that were uncovered that, you know, nobody really saw. I feel I feel like um, I agree with you. You see what I'm saying? That. You see where I'm going with this? And, and graphene oxide? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I seen. I also saw a video. We did a video um, when I worked on the high wire, um, where we had a doctor come on and he broke down graphene oxide and how it, you know, moved with yes. vibrations or things like that. And before the show, they said that they were playing this really weird at the Travis Scott concert. Yeah, before the Travis Scott show, like when it was daylight, no, nobody was on stages. Just like people coming in and like checking everything out, they were playing this really weird, like, sound. It wasn't music. It was just a constant, you know, it was like this really weird tone and it just played the whole time. And I thought that was really strange. And then I saw Kanye, like a clip of Kanye. Um, talking on some podcast or something, and he was talking about these lower levels um, that you can get to, and it kind of breaks something up in inside of your brain, or you know, just like it, it does something, and it it triggers this, like um, I think he said it was like pedophilia and like these like dark things, but that this sound was able to do that. To no, somebody. I believe it. Yeah, so I, I was thinking about that. It wasn't in the same clip, but I was just like trying so, to think about the sound. That's real, real quick, real quick. Yeah. So graphene oxide, right? Uh huh. Graphene oxide proves itself to be a strong candidate as an alternative to meals for use of radio frequency components. What? I would just hit accept. So it says here, this crystal homogeneity of graphene oxide is not as high as that of graphene and so provides much lower electron mobility. This means it cannot be used as a direct replacement for graphene, but recently have shown it to be able to construct transistors and molecular sensors based on GO. I mean, just the terminology in and in and of itself tells me that it re, it reacts with frequencies. Well, it's some kind of frequency, right? That's kind of what I understand. Graphene oxide transmitting radio frequencies. That's enough for me to understand that. Would it be magnetic? So there is a component in in the vaccine. I don't remember what. It Maybe graphene. See if graphene oxide is magnetic. Um, but for sure, I can tell you that um, I went downtown when the whole magnet thing was was a buzz. I went downtown with a magnet and my camera and mm-hmm. we set up a table and we were asking people if they would let us try to if they got the vaccine recently mm-hmm. and if we could try to debunk, we called it, you know, to get people to, to let us try mm-hmm. it. We called it debunk the ma- magnet myth. Mm-hmm. And people were coming up to us all night long and letting us try to put this magnet on them. 
and it was sticking. And then was I was it saw, really? Yeah, and I saw, I've seen the videos. I've seen videos where it sticks because the skin is wet or the you know something, and it does stick. Like you can, I wet my arm. I got a magnet, and it stuck to my arm as if it was magnetic. That was not the situation. Yeah, this is a. Is that y'all's video? Of, you can go like halfway into it. What happened? I would go like halfway in. This is just like the intro. So this oh, wow. girl. This girl. What the hell? So that girl actually was one of the first people to get the Pfizer vaccine in Austin. So her vaccine spot is old. It's very old. Oh my God, sticking too. And it would, we had alcohol, we had paper towels, we had wipes, we were drying, wiping, cleaning, just to show, because people won't believe it, you know? And that girl that it stuck to, it stuck to her the most out of everybody. She was freaked out. She went to a bar. She left us after it happened. And probably like 40 minutes later, she comes back to our table and she went into a bar and washed her whole arm with soap and water, dried it, everything. She was like, try it again, try it again. Because people were telling her it was sticking to her because her arm was wet, which it wasn't wet because I dried it. Um, and it stuck to her even more, you know. And, and, and I let her friends put it on and take it. I said, you do it because you could feel the magnetic force on her arm. And I had a guy saying, it's not even going to stick to me. Is it? And literally is sticking to him while he's saying that you know so it, it, there was something about it i don't know the science exactly i've seen the, i've seen plenty it, of videos i've seen that one girl she was in the hospital bed she was putting spoons on her forehead mm-hmm. <clears throat> keys and mm-hmm. they were all sticking and it was like it wasn't like she was laying down but she was sitting up and they were sticking and i'm like one that's not normal <laughs> we can kind of safely say that right but two i was in my head going there's another ulterior motive for what's in that vaccine. And right away, I was like, this is a bioweapon. I already knew the virus Mm -hmm. was a bioweapon from what Wuhan lab got released. Oh, it's a bat. It had these like HIV or whatever, like, like pieces of a, it amazes me how people just eat the lie. Oh no, he got it from a bat soup. Yeah. It's it was, he had a bat soup and, you go, no man, yeah, and come then you on. see things like Event Two Hundred One or things that, yes. yeah, it, it, it's already been, the script has already been written out, and right now we're just living through it, and that's why we need to wake up. So think about this: the people that were recording their interviews themselves, and they said they couldn't breathe and they couldn't move, that they were stuck. Man, what if? And 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 look at all the stuff they had at the concert. See you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Master P, right before um, Travis Scott came on, he said, and don't die tonight. Mm-hmm. The first dude, um, what was his name? Uh, Lil Nas X mm. was talking about, um, no, no, not him. It was uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. And, and think of that, Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Vert. <laughs> He's, that name was mm-hmm. like a very, you know, yeah, no, I never thought about clever it like way that. of saying Lucifer. Um, he said, hey, uh, you MF- MFers are here. You're stuck here now. You're all going to hell. 
Yeah. And then you see the the portal that's behind the stage, the eight flames on the stage. And besides the fact that Travis Scott was looking at people and singing right. to them as their what I look to be lifeless bodies. It was so one thing I can say is that I did see a clip that was prior to that clip where he did stop the show, which is weird that I'm not seeing that circulate either. Somebody I see a lot said of- from the concert that that was created. That was not real. So I heard that somebody said that some girl said I was at the concert. That never happened. Somebody created that. It's like, no way. What? So that's a conspiracy theory of like, I have no idea because if it's true or not. I have seen, I've only seen one video of that. I've only seen right? one video of that. I haven't seen it anywhere else, but I have seen a lot of people saying that he didn't stop the show that Ever. went to the concert. So that wouldn't make sense to me. I guess I, I could look at that in like a gray area because before I was like, why isn't anybody, why isn't anyone sharing this clip? If this really happened, this happened. Instead, I'm seeing people share clips of other artists that have stopped shows or like in the past, like they're all mad because he didn't do that. And then someone showed me a video where he did actually do that. And I was like, okay, well, why, why isn't the media, you know, whenever all of this happened, why didn't the media grab that footage and just blast it all over? Because that's it's what they cover do. Up. But but if it, but why didn't they do that? Did you did you know there's a number for if your child's missing? Like from the concert, there's a bunch of kids that are missing, and they have a special number oh, if your um, child's missing. I'm like, what do you mean if your child's missing? And that you can call that number to see if, if they can find them. Wow, that's crazy. And so they keep pushing out this number, eight, eight, eight. And I'm like, well, that one kid said there was about 10 people right around where he lived that he knew were dead. They were black and blue. And then he said, there's other people outside the VIP area that were just collapsing. And then the cops were interviewed and they said, no, we saw groups of people just fall down as if they were having a cardiac arrest. I heard like a, there was like a hole or something that opened. Somebody said something about seeing the ground open up or something. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really. Yes. Yeah. And that people were like falling into this, into the ground. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I've heard a lot. I just told you about the missing people and the phone number. And now you're telling me about this hole that yeah no, I know. we're gonna be like after the show what we're gonna be hell? like <laughs> looking into things because i didn't even know there was a phone number that's insane to me that's that's a story i would say how call was, the number how was your kid missing like yeah how is your kid missing how many that, how many kids are we talking well they say they sent 300 to the hospital that were experiencing injuries mm-hmm. well my question okay well one on. other kid died so the, the death count is now nine so, and you saw how the stage looked, looked like a portal, mm-hmm. it had like these different levels and right. it looked like it was metal. I'm like, what if they created some kind of frequency that the magnetic, I thought about that, the resonance of the graphene mm-hmm. oxide. And that guy was saying that he's like probably 20 years old, 21 years old. It's like, we were in a concert in hell. It was mm-hmm. demonic. Remember, mm-hmm. did you hear that video? Yeah. And he's like, um, you couldn't, there was no air. You couldn't breathe. Uh, you couldn't move. Like, everybody was stuck together. Like, is that the second part of the bioweapon where they turn something on and those people are just sucked into the crowd? At the same time, 
you're resonating that graphene oxide and it's you can't breathe. Yeah. So you're collapsing. And they, they confirmed 11 cardiac arrest at the show. People. Not that died from, but 11 people. I thought it was died from at first. But, well, see, but they point. had cardiac arrest. What are these kids doing all having cardiac arrest at the show? That's really strange. And then they had the needle thing too, right? So... The police officer that was cover, came out. I think. Yeah, that was well, cover. Well, he came out and he was like, "There was a mark on the." They change the story it later. Did match. It did match identical to a needle injection site. And then he came out and he was like, "We were wrong. It actually right. what." And I was I like, saw "Well, didn't you just make a statement?" And I confirm? almost feel like I almost feel like they changed that not to cover the story. To get conspiracy theorists who are already on the trail of what's really going on to, to focus on the fact that he changed his story. I think that's like yeah. I mean, fodder for like just because to, it was so weird. It was like so weirdly done. It was and like it, a little but, bullet but it never point. Got, it didn't get picked up. Uh, so. uh, officer confirms that he was not pricked in the neck by a needle. And the way it was where I'm like, hey, like the average. That's not right. He said something different before. Right. But the true ones that are doing the real research are like, that's not the main story. Right. The main story is 300 people are falling down having cardiac arrest at a concert that weren't even in the crowd. They were in the back of the crowd. Right. So like, okay, hold on. They hit a button, some kind of frequency, and then sound hit, and they're all of a sudden, they're just... Yeah, you should definitely look into that, into like the... I was trying to find other like... Sources of what the music was that he was playing, what sounds he was playing before the show. Like, I heard a little bit of it, like a very, very short, like one less than one minute little clip of it. So maybe the the game plan is to get everybody vaccinated and to install all these little towers throughout Which the nation. I would say already installed, I would say at this point. And put them, especially in front of the, the schools. I've seen that. They're, for some reason, they want to have them right in front of the schools. And once everyone's vaccinated, just flip the switch. Yeah, because they're ready to do vaccinations. So I saw an article this morning that said that when can, and it was like a a KUT article, which they love the mass, they love the mandates, they love all the shit. And the article title was, "When when will parents be able to unmask their children? The title just bugs me. Yeah, and then they're they're saying now that vaccines are available for kids, you know, as young as five years old, now can we, you know, like they're they're trying to give you some hope or the parents some hope, and also creating this this new narrative that they'll be showing where they're going to say kids need to be mandatory vaccination to go to school. That's the next step. Is, ma- is mandatory vaccination for schools. And I think because they're getting sidestepped because the 5th District like denied the vaccines for the 100 employees or more, which they're in court battling right now. So that's not even a thing anymore. So that's not even happening right now. But I think because they got sidetracked because, you know, they got, they took that to court and it got denied. So now they're having to take a back step. But I think where eventually they want to go is mandatory vaccines for kids in schools, for sure. So... You see how, uh, for me, when I started with just posting on Facebook about the mask isn't about saving you, it's about compliance, it's about compliance. But the second objective to that was to to create so much uh, uneasiness 
and just being discomforted so that you're like, oh, I just want to get rid of the mask. Okay, well, take the vaccine and you can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's this acclimation into getting people to be submissive. And and that's the whole reason why I was so frantic in the oh, beginning yeah. was, no, this is not about that. I, I need Y'all need to wake up to the fact that this is this system is not for you. They're not trying to give you the best in life. If that was the case, tuberculosis kills 800,000 people a year. And it's probably more contagious, if if not more deadly than the mm-hmm, virus is. Mm-hmm. And that's a true statement. It, it's, you can spread it through right, the air or whatnot. Right. We're not rushing to get a vaccine for tuberculosis. Right. Nothing makes sense. And nobody, at least those who watch TV, don't stop to think, hmm, may, maybe I should take the vaccine. Like, Oh, yeah. Whenever I hear people, uh, people that I know that that have taken the vaccines, not people that I'm close to, but people, I do know some people that have taken the vaccine. And unfortunately, actually also like my dad's taking the vaccine and there's nothing I can do. I'm just, I can only be worried about you. You know, like there, my, you know, family, one of my aunts took the vaccine and she was like, Oh yeah. And I, and I was like, Oh my God, when are you going to get it? You know, I'm like, what what day are you scheduled for it? And she's like, oh, I'm getting it on Tuesday. I'm like, okay. So Tuesday comes <sighs> and ridiculous. I'm and I'm calling. I'm like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And, you know, I'm like so concerned. I'm so, so worried. And, and now, you know, I have seen somebody, you know, close to me that knows everything about the vaccine that is, you know, on the greater good side of things, doesn't go as far as like you or I go, but they're on, they're on the same path and their job is telling them get the you have to get the vaccine by this state or you have to do this and and they recently and and now because everything is being held up in court now the story's changed but a week ago they were saying hey i made the decision i'm going to get the vaccine and and i'm i have no other choice but to tell them my truth and i'm like this is not a good ex- reason. I feel like you are being lazy. You are not looking into it. They're not doing as research. Much. You are not. You know that where the research is. You have Just go done, to the various websites. She has done the research. She's done the research. She knows the facts. But because she's the main, one of the main providers for her household of many children, you know, and she's put in this spot. She feels like there's no other way to go, and. You know, the mortgage has to get paid. The bills need to get paid. And I have this deadline that I See, have, that's my point. I haven't done. We need to know. all rise up at the same time. Yeah. Just say, no more. We're done with this. We ain't doing it. We're not going to comply. And and the more that we comply, the longer this nightmare goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's where people need to take a stand. Like, you know, and I said this the last time was that men need to take a stand. They need to support their wives. The wives are going to the school boards. I don't see a lot of dads out there. Right. I see more moms than, than the dads, mm-hmm. but um, we need to all do it at once. Right. We need to, you know, the, the whole element of peaceful revolution uh, is way more successful. I mean, think about this. If our generation that we have today was around in 1776, we'd all be speaking with an English accent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. there's a lot of, uh, pussified men nowadays. There are, there are. That's very true. I don't know if they're drinking yeah. too much soy, or I don't know if it's a generational thing. I do, I do admit that the culture of music and movies and all that has feminized them because of what they see every day. But th- see, that's why we need to stop this now because they're they're having these trans 
Vestite, oh, yeah. demons. They, and they're, they're, they're like demons to me. Mm-hmm. Reading to our kids in the library. Oh, yeah. And it's like, why, Taking what? field trips to the strip club. I, I did an article last I week on that. my show. And it's like, yeah, what are we going to, what are we going to do? Why do we think this is okay? Why, why are we allowing this to continue to go on? And, and more people need to be speaking up, which is why I do why why I do, do my show. So you're saying, have I, has anything ever spoke to me, you know, or, or whatever. And, and that is one um, situation where I can say, yes, I have felt, you know, I, I didn't, I, I never wanted to be on camera. Right. I never wanted that to be my thing is I'm on camera every week, every day. I think I look so great that I can be on camera. Like uh, I've never thought that. And, but I knew that I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to do something. And my friend, she was like, man, I feel, I have the same feeling. And I was like, well, we should do something. Let's do something about this. And so we started, you know, dipping into getting to know a lot more about, you know, what's going on in our community, um, at the Capitol, what kind of things are, you know, bills that are being passed. And then we're looking into news and local news. And, and then we're like, wow, we've created this thing. And, and she actually stepped out of it. And now I've taken over. And I feel like if I can get across to a handful of people that I'm doing the best, I'm doing, I'm doing what I feel like is right, what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know exactly what my plan is or what, you know, is on my road, but, but you're taking action, but I'm taking action and, and trying to get people to open their eyes and, and see, and I have gained uh, a small following of people that are, that tell me or that have messaged me and they say, man, I, you know, like I would have never heard that if I wasn't like tuned in and watching your show or like checking Mm -hmm. it out and I'm having to pause it and like go and do research and look into it because I can't believe that this is happening or this is going on. And it's like, it makes me feel good, but we need more people and it doesn't need to be on the same scale, but something. Well, at this point, if, if people haven't waken up to what's really going on by now, they're probably not going to wake up. And we need to come to, to the, I guess, the resolution that we, we should be okay with it. I talked to my buddy the other day, and he was saying, um, look, man, so I know that you're probably frustrated with those who aren't waking up, but you can't be angry about it. I'm not angry, but sometimes I do kind of cuss on my podcast. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to cuss as much. <laughs> I'm going to have a conversation. The passion, you know, I'll, I'll take it to the weight room or maybe the bike mm-hmm. or something. But... What I want to do is because you have to have compassion for these guys, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. It's frustrating for me because they're not seeing the truth. But like you have to get to a point where you're like, I'm sorry, man. I can't help you anymore. I've tried. I've tried to wake you up to a certain level. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just going point, out of my way to try no, to wake I, people up. But if you come to me and you ask me a question or you come and get in my face about something on my show, I would have a segment called Fight of the Week because... For whatever reason, I am a target. I am, I've been a target. I go to Home Depot. I got a pregnant woman yelling at me about a mask. I go to HEB. I'm outside with three managers. I'm going, <laughs> you know, like, because I was like, I'm not going to wear this mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. I refuse to do this. I'm not complying with this. And because of that, I would have literally every week. I've had a, a child at an outside book, book fair at an elementary school say, Where's your mask at? And with his dad standing right next Maybe to him. Maybe because you got blue hair, they think you're a liberal. <laughs> Maybe they're like, "Whoa, this isn't making sense." You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's an oxymoron. She doesn't have a mask on. Malfunction. I uh, I had one person at H E B come at me. This is back uh, middle of last year, 
and I just wasn't wearing a mask. I'm not playing your stupid game. Yeah. And some guy at H-E-B is like, hey, uh, put your mask on. And I was like, I just kept walking. Hey, uh, uh, talking to you, put your mask on. And I turned around like, you talking to me? He's like, yeah, uh, you need to put your mask on. I was like, no, I don't. I'm good. I got health condition, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter. Don't care. Uh, put your mask on. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> I turned around and walked off. And then he's all like, eh. and uh, I saw him back around. This asshole doesn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> he's pointing at me in HEB, yelling at the top of his lungs. Mm-hmm. This asshole, and he kept saying it. And then the HEB people were like, sir, you need to please remove yourself. Can you please? Well, this guy's like, no, listen, you're the one making a big stink. You need to please leave. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then the guy from return, he's like, I guess you made a fan. I'm like, I guess, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And so, the, and so since then, I, I don't, nobody ever bugs me. People I just love, I have had a huge, huge grown man in Walmart of all places, which I hate Walmart, but I had to go to Walmart and I had this huge dude with a construction, one of those big construction jackets on. And I was like rush, like trying to cut through to go to the bathroom. And he was like, what the fuck? You know, or sorry. He was like, what the heck? You know, he turned around and looked at me and I was like, Oh God, I, maybe he thinks I'm trying to cut him in line. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh no, I just go to the bathroom. And then I come out of the bathroom and I walk by him and he was like, you know, get the F away from me, you B. And he's yelling at, he yells that at me. We're in the cigarette line. It's right? a spiritual. He was yelling something. at me, top of his lungs, in Walmart, in front of everybody. And I said, if you are that afraid of COVID, go home. You are at Walmart right now. This is where you want to be. Like, this is the cesspool of COVID, probably. <laughs> you know, and this is where you choose to come to. Order, I said, go to walmart.com and order your stuff there and have it delivered to your house you know like you're getting in my face and we're in walmart right now half of the people here don't even have shoes on (laughs) (laughs) no listen and i'm talking to certain people if if you're still wearing a mask what the hell's wrong with you the people that weren't wearing a mask should all be dead by now so like i think the science has kind of proven itself but you're still wearing a mask because you're afraid but you're 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 afraid because you're believing a certain narrative that's not true, and I don't know how much of these lies that need to be exposed before they go like, "Hey, maybe the TV's lying to me." Until somebody dies, for, and and even then, even people that are dying after getting fully vaccinated and dying, those people are like you know like I, you read many stories where the the husband died of COVID. He was fully. Um, vaccinated vaccinated and then the wife is the wife says if he was alive you know he would he would still want people to get the vaccine (laughs) it's like what it's a spiritual thing if he was alive after dying from the vaccine he would still recommend people it's literal mind control yeah and people want to point the finger at independent thinkers as being in a cult Mm -hmm. no i just think for myself i think a cult is when you just kind of go by whatever narrative is being right. pushed at you. And I hear different narratives from big tech and from mainstream media. I'm like, dude, no, stop this. Yeah. You're the cult. Yeah. And if you don't see it, then you, you've got this, like this veil. It's time for like, I don't know what else we need to do to wake people up, but I this, think that, that this. this is life and death. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I'm not dramatic. I'm not trying to create like a, again, I'm like you, I don't want attention, but when it comes to the fact that, holy shit, I've known about all this stuff for years. Mm-hmm. Now that I see it come to fruition and nobody 
even sees it. Right. And you're like, hello, there's a big tank coming right for us, and you don't yeah. see it. And you're like, Chris, come on, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, this is a, these are the numbers. This is what's happening on the streets with people getting the vaccine. Don't do it. I, I mean, yeah. people should know that as angry as I was about the masks, they know I'm not going to do no stupid vaccine or anybody around me. Don't give me that shit about the vaccine. You ever yeah. see that TikTok video? <laughs> what? No. There's a... There, I saw it on Twitter, but there was a video where the this young kid asked his grandma or something at, about the vaccine or something. Hey, grandma, you're going to get vaccinated or something? And she says, oh, don't give me that shit about the vaccine. <laughs> or something. It was really funny. But Let me ask you this basic question. Do you think our health issues come from a lack of pharmaceutical medication? No. It never will be. It never has been. But for some reason, you know, uh, the vaccine has become this uh, cure that to we all save need. us. Right. And it's like the virus is so bad that we have to get tested all every week to make sure right. we have it or not. Even if you're fully vaccinated. If it's that Even bad. Even if you're wearing masks. If it's that bad, I think I would know without taking the test. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is pretty well, jacked up. the test anyway, because these PCR tests are getting are getting recalled because they can't even distinguish the difference between the flu and COVID. So why are we even still using these tests? You know, the, the, they tested a papaya and oh, yeah, it yeah. came up positive yeah, They for ended up murdering that guy, by the way. That was yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. of Ghana? Yeah, yeah. He tested it. Uh, and he was, yeah. yeah, and yeah, exactly. And it came back positive. Yeah, yeah. Don did the article for that whenever that happened, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I read a thing where it's like some so many like eighteen or twenty or something gorillas tested positive for COVID, and this you know, and it's like, you know, when is it going to be okay to get your animals the COVID vaccine? When it how what's that dosage going to look like? What you know, it's just it's insane. So it it I saw a video where they took the I want to say it was a Pfizer vaccine. And a doctor dropped it on blood. So they took some blood and they zoomed in on the blood and you can see the blood platelets are red and they're like disc shaped Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, together and they're carrying oxygen from, you know, from wherever in the body to the heart. Mm -hmm. And whenever they dropped the COVID vaccine on that blood, it all turned white. It took all the oxygen out of the blood platelets and it was just this white blob you know so it's like taking the uh, away the oxygen oxygen. essentially that's going to the heart and then they also in the same study i don't remember exactly what it was but in the same study they dropped i'll find it though they dropped it and they they zoomed in on it and in the vaccine was trash it was like little trash particles fibers it's not they were did you see the was, one it's that not looks a clean like, vaccine looks like the alien from uh stranger things oh and so i thought that that was debunked but there was that woman no she was a doctor a doctor yeah right, that that came out with it I but then it was, she said it was destroyed i think she it was dr tenpenny she just um i don't i don't I can't remember, but I have it i think i have it on my telegram the thing that made me weird is that that she said that it that those things were destroyed she destroyed them so there, there's no more. Do you see how they're pulling it off, though? Not all the vials in the package 
are the vaccine. Right. 80% are Celine solution. Right. Yeah. And, and do you think they're going to give the real vaccine to the basketball players and the professional athletes? You're not going to make a spectacle of yourself. You're going to make it seem like, oh, well, they got the vaccine and they're fine. So it's this constant, like slow, uh, evolving uh, sickness that you're not going to know all the people. It's not going to be up front all 100%. Like, it's going to be too obvious. You're like, holy shit, everyone's dying from the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying, too. I was saying that, too. Whenever the vaccine came out and, you know, my friend's mom, she was saying, well, if she got the vaccine, she got the booster and everything. She was... She was saying, well, if that's true, then how come everybody isn't dying from the vaccine? And I said, we said, because they're giving saline, they're giving them, you know, some placebo and it's not the actual, like, it's not even a vaccine, right? The, they've changed the right. definition of vaccine it's like gene five therapy. times. It's gene therapy. Yeah. It's not a vaccine because it's not, it doesn't carry the disease or the virus inside of correct inside of it so it's not a vaccine it doesn't even help you against covid yeah and it doesn't help you and they've COVID. already admitted that so then why am i taking the vaccine and once you take it it restructures your dna yeah yeah i think god knows what he's doing i'm not going to just reconsider what he did as if as if it's going to be a better solution god knows what they have planned yeah. for for humans all i know is that they have something called transhumanism that they feel mm-hmm. like that's going to be the future of of humanity Right. Human 2.0. I don't want any part of that. Yeah, I don't want any and, part and of that either. They're making our lives so miserable here on earth, right? Yeah. So that they can push us into this metaverse. Mm-hmm. They want, I mean, they want us to kind of, what was that movie with um, uh, Bruce Willis? And he lives, um, surrogates. And and so you just stay in this little uh, cocoon, but then it takes, it opens up like an avatar that you then live your you life. You live your life as an avatar, right? right? And then so, your body just... Predictive programming. Yeah. They want us to just be slaves where we live in this little container mm-hmm. and put this, this mask on. This reality. And we live in this. On, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a meme. Mm-hmm. I forgot. But it was like the, the top part it's of the like meme. It's like the stupid. I really am not a movie fan. and Me Especially neither. cartoons. But I did have to watch Wally, And, and oh, yeah, whenever yeah. Wally came out, I was like, this movie is not for children. This movie is not good. This movie is depressing. depressing. This movie is like that is like that Will Smith movie where he's like stuck oh, I robot. by himself. Yeah, inside that town with that I dog robot. or whatever. I, I am legend. I am legend. Right. I am legend. Uh, so it's like that, but it's like Wally and it's made for children and it's very depressing and his friend is a robot and But that's what they envision for the yeah, for and the then world. Everybody's wearing these things, these like goggles or whatever and they're or they have like these screens and everybody's obese and they're just like eating and like everything is at the touch of a finger that's what they want yeah i know and that's what they've created you know and that's what they've created and and i think that we are i would say that we are not in a good place Mm -mm. but we are in a better place than the place that they saw us at being at well you know thanks to trump if hillary would have gotten in we oh, yeah, I know. World oh, War yeah. III. I was very excited to vote against Hillary. Very yeah, well, excited. that's the thing. Like, the way the way he got in, they're not just going to give it back to these people. They, oh, don't, yeah. they don't have a choice. And so there's, ha- there's stuff happening behind the scenes. And I've done the research, and I've seen too much evidence that points that we've got military operations taking place that's very clandestine. They're, they're not just... Biden is so compromised. $1.5 billion from China. Okay, 
there's no way in hell right. the military at the highest levels is going to just allow this person to enter the office and completely expose us to now it's happening, but that's because of the corporation and all the, all of its uh, tentacles. So we are literally being attacked. This is like an attack on our country. Right. All the people coming mm-hmm. over the border is because that's the people within the military who are, I guess the dark faction are allowing these things to happen. And so we're, we're like in this revolutionary war right now. Mm-hmm. The movie that's being played out is to wake up the people who, if Trump would have taken the seat on the 20th, as he rightfully could have, because legally he did win, yeah. mm-hmm. there would have been civil war in the streets because people are still like, oh my God, he's becoming like this dictator or whatever. So you create so much havoc for those people. Like gas is going through the roof, inflation. And at the same time, you get them freaked out to the point where it's like, okay, just take Biden back, just whoever. And then when Trump comes back, it's like, okay, I'll take Trump at that point. Right. And you avoid people fighting in the streets that would have destroyed this country from the inside out. Yeah, you're kind of giving them a reality. But it's messed up because it's also taking everybody exactly. else down. We're also getting pulled down with this. But the thing is that with this economy needed to come down anyways. So it's going to come down while Biden supposedly is in the public eye. So that so they can't just say then, well, see, look what Trump did. So this system is going to have to come down to replace it with something that's way more decentralized and way more fair for the people. And I think that's where we're at right now is, is this transition period. But it's going to get worse before it gets better, I think. Yeah. So yeah. ultimately, how do well, we... Well, these children are going to die. You know, that's the next step is, is you know... We're going to have to see a lot of children get myocarditis, get, you know, as far as the vaccine goes for people to wake up against it because it is experimental. It was never approved by the FDA. I explained this to kids, you know, I explained this to my kid. I'm like, it skipped animal testing already. It was already doing that. The our vaccine, you know, our vaccine that they approved for everybody else had already done all the, you know, through this. And now the vaccine for the kids is jumping through even more you know, loops to get approved because not only did they approve it do through an they didn't EPA, approve it. it. Well, they didn't approve it, but they mm-hmm. got emergency use authorization, right. right? So they got this emergency use authorization for a vaccine that has never been trialed with this new with this the, new the added one, ingredient in the it. The one they approved isn't going to be available for like another year and a half. So Biden literally lied to people saying it's been approved. People go get it. And this yeah. is the thing they they made fun of Joe Rogan. For, for doing the horse uh, yeah. dewormer. And, but yet, they'll take a vaccine that hasn't even passed animal trials. Yeah. It's so hypocritical. And th- there's no logic or common sense coming from any of these uh, individuals who, they just don't do any research. And yeah. I, it's, it's time now to find the lions. Yeah, and that vaccine is only for one, it, it's only, or the vaccine, okay, is on, only created for this one variant, okay? So if it mutates, you're not getting the coverage, which is why they're creating all of these booster shots. I've had COVID. I got COVID in April, and the immunity that I received from that, it, it takes Supersedes. care of all the mu- mutations and every single thing. My body will recognize anything coming from that, you know? Yeah, but think about this, though. That, that their PCR testing that they have can't even determine if it's corona, yeah, and, and, flu. Yeah, but, some, but they right? pretend like But then they know is. that there's a Delta variant. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. That doesn't it's, even make any sense. It's, they just made it up. So, it is. Yeah. And like I said before, is it, it's, that's just a cover for the vaccine side effects. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And so, anybody that wants to say, like, no, Chris, it's a Delta variant... No, it's not. Show me. Show me the evidence. Show me the evidence. The virus is yet to be isolated. Yeah. And yet you're going to say that this 
uh, vaccine is going to work for it. How is it going to work if it hasn't even been isolated? How do you create the components to dissect that virus? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, does it even exist? Yeah. And that guy from Canada, he got the whole city to shut down on those mandates because you prove to me this virus exists. And the health commissioner or health minister in Canada says, uh, Your Honor, we can't do that. Why not? Because we don't have any evidence. It's never been isolated. So it's like, the judge was like, well, then how can we provide support behind these mandates? Well, we can't. There's no scientific yeah. proof. So th- this is, we're in a very... Yeah, luckily we have our Second Amendment, which is, I think, has been a huge um, I know. help for Look us not being something like Australia or France or, you know, anywhere else around the world that's having these. I mean, we went and picked up some furniture from this guy who was, who moved here. He lived in Taiwan and he moved here and for he's been here for like four years and now he's moving back from where he originally came from, which is France. And where I was like, man, are you aren't you afraid or of you know the things in France like mm-hmm. the literal protests like and I'm not talking about these little protests we have here. I mean, they are filling streets beyond streets, beyond blocks and blocks, and you don't see any of that anywhere on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you do see it, it's you have to search for it because it's nowhere. You can go on Google and search like Australian protest and you're going to get very limited anything from that. And it's insane because the, the protests are crazy. There, there's so many people it's, it's, I mean, they're hosing people down. They're doing that with the protesters They're throwing them, you know, they're fighting with them. They're, what is it going to take? Do you think, I mean, moving forward for solutions, like we can't let these kids just take these vaccines. Like, we need to somehow educate these children outside of like their parents. I think, but, say, but then we're by we're bypassing their parents. Yeah, I know. Well, not that we would direct. I wouldn't say that we need to directly do it, right? Because we shouldn't do that. But I'm saying doing something like being on social media, like hitting them where they're at. But then we get banned. You know? Yeah, we do get banned. If I try and put something that's of truth. Especially yeah, if it, it gets, has the word it gets vaccine in it. Yeah, that's for sure. It, or being out there, and, and which is why I did a lot of the man-on-the-street things, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cut that middle ground where we can get pulled down, where we can get videos pulled down off of YouTube, and get in their face and ask them, or, you know, go to, I protest. I hear people tell me, like, what's the point of going to the protest? You know, like, they're not going to change this. Or the point is so that you're another body. You're another person physically there, physically standing up, saying something waking people up you know we're gonna get attacked people, if, yeah. if we create events or whatever <laughs> it's that spirit it's that they just don't say it don't say anything it's, yeah so they're coming for our kids we need people to start waking up and i think what we could do is like maybe an event in the near future where we're just creating some type of awareness um but in a more of a mainstream type yeah maybe something channel. that's like with involving children i mean i know my son has gone to a protest and and you know like a we're we are um, big Trump we big Trump fans when he was in office and everything and we watched you know all of the things and we would do you know hold up the signs in our house we had a big TV and we like watch the speeches and do everything mm-hmm. and we loved it and I took my son to a protest and we're standing outside and he's holding a sign and he's going USA mm-hmm. US it's the cutest video because I can hear I'm videoing. And I hear a little tiny voice shouting USA <laughs> and I like turn my camera and he's like standing on the side of the road. That's what I'm talking about. A little tiny about. kid, you know, and 
so so that's one thing we could do, right? We can if you have young kids, you know, you need to be we need to encourage parents to be talking to their kids about this instead of shielding them from it, which is probably what a lot of them are doing. We need to be reaching out to to people that we know that are in that middle ground that we can talk to that aren't they're not for the vaccines, but they're also not educating themselves. We need to 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 help them educate themselves and then pass that down to their kids mm-hmm. and not be afraid to talk about it with their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are afraid that their kids aren't going to be able to take it or understand it. But if you just break it down for them and talk to them about it, you know, every morning the school rides to school, I am always on it. I'm talking about news. I'm talking about like, Hey, any chance, you know, any chance you get, you know, just watch out, you know, I'm telling my kids, you know, how to react, how not to react. And bottom line is, uh, people need to stand up now. Yeah. Start fighting for the kids. Start, start, start defending (laughs) their kids. Um, and, and, and going to school board meetings. And, and if, if the school board, uh, that's in control of your school, if they're not doing what you want them to do, Get rid of them. That, I mean, people are like, do you think it's going to be okay? Like, no, oh, it's yeah. not about is it going to be okay? What, what it is is this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is what the people want. This is what's best for our kids. If you don't agree with that, then we're going to find new people. And you, yeah. need to re- you need to leave now. There's no, uh, well, let's talk about it. Let's have a vote. No, you need to get together. The power is with the people. Right. Period. And, and when when people start to just take back seats and like, well, well, the men said that we can't. T- no. Yeah. We are the men. Yeah. We can get in these places of power. Like you're saying, I met a I went to a Round Rock school board meeting also. And I met one of the board members uh, of that meeting, which is, you know, they were trying to sanction two board members of Round Rock ISD because they were against mandates. They were and they would speak out against it and they would always have these issues. And I met her. Uh, because I guess because of my blue hair, she came up mm-hmm. to me and was like, who are you? You know, and, and everything. But she introduced me to a woman that links up with parents that are interested in the path on how to become a board member, a school mm-hmm. board member, and how to get in these positions of power, because that's what we need to do. We need to figure out how we can get the good guys in and kind of take over because we have to play their, you know, we got to play into their games and, and get in these positions and learn more about them and be a voice if we can be a voice, because essentially those board members are the ones making the decisions. Right. But see, and I was going to just go with that direction. These school board members and these districts who are making these decisions, this is what I would say. Um, because right now there's immunity for these vaccine companies, right? But the data shows there's people who are dying from these vaccines, side effects. There needs to be accountability from a criminal level. There needs to be accountability for companies, private or public mm-hmm. for schools for anybody that's oh, yeah. that's putting these in place and i'm talking to the people that are making these decisions mm-hmm. if somebody dies on your watch i text that to the text that someone, i got about the vaccine if someone dies on your watch you should go to prison yeah i said are you going to be responsible if these kids have adverse reactions because they're like bring your kid in we're doing vaccines and aisd and i replied and i said will you be held accountable if something happens to these kids and they have an adverse reaction nothing ever and see that's the thing heard nothing back from we need a um i like what you're saying but we need to kind of tweak that a little bit you will be held accountable yeah you will be if anything happens bad to these kids because that's the truth Mm -hmm. and it's not like where we as the people need to understand in our head we call the shots. We pay the bills. 
We're the ones that consent to you being in authority. But if we don't consent, then we go back to calling the shots. So what I'm saying is anybody that's involved in making the decisions mm-hmm. that are going to hurt somebody, you're going to be held accountable, period, criminal and civil. And, and that's not a, a threat. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to scare people, but they should be scared because lives are at stake. And, and, and if anybody loses their life because of their decisions, it's manslaughter. I wouldn't call it murder, but I call it manslaughter. And, and there needs to be accountability. Because otherwise, I mean, if, if I have a company and I'm telling my employees, you need to go, I would feel so bad if somebody passed away. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't live with myself. And so we need to start putting these people on check. Like, you're on the spotlight. Oh, yeah. And if you continue with this after seeing the data, after seeing, then you are complicit in the lives that are going to well, be Well, they lost. established that before the vaccine was even released. You know? What Barbie say? Authority should derive from the consent of the governed, not from the threat of force. That's yeah. exactly right. That's nope. true. Well, and that's, that's exactly, it's the we the people, the first three words of the Declaration of Independence. Um, and so, I mean, for me, um, it's, it's the independence rather than the Constitution. Yeah, it is the Declaration of Independence. So we need to start standing up right now. You know what we should start doing is we have events to create awareness, but also create um, educational workshops mm-hmm. that teaches the original law it's right. the constitution the declaration of independence it's probably the articles of confederation um and then our state constitution those four documents i think cover the majority of what we need to be worried about and becoming a state national it's to the point where um we are dying we are perishing for lack of knowledge and we need yeah. to bring people back to what's really going on this is a spiritual war we need to start taking it back for what it really is the people that are attacking you and me for speaking truth, that's a spiritual en- entity. That's mm-hmm. that's something that's like, okay, the guy that was the mountain biker, he's talking about him having a bad reaction, and then he's getting attacked to where he wants to commit suicide. They are acting like damn demons. And and so for me, I feel like I need to start to get out there, be more. I'm taking a break from social media because it's just I can't handle the, the, the stupidity. I can't see all these people trying to push people into getting vaccines. And, and I'm like, you're, you're an idiot. Yeah. They could die. This is like playing Russian yeah. roulette. Eric Clapton, right? He was, uh, he got paralyzed in the hands. Yeah. He, he can't even play guitar the way he used to. Yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, um, we we have to take it back into our hands yeah. and take control of our future. And, and that I wanted to make sure that, cause when, when Rick and Anna talked about how we were kind of in the same, uh, frequency of when it mm-hmm. comes to truth and, and knowledge, we wanted to get together and uh, I like how this is flowing and then hopefully we can do more uh, like a series of something, something like um, rabbit holes or diving deep right. aspect. Rick said, uh, dive deep, deep dive, deep, deep dive. dive. I'll bring some. <laughs> deep, I think a deep dive series could be cool where this could be like maybe the initial one. And then just to try and teach people about these different aspects of yeah, I mean... Where we're at in today's yeah, society. And, and I feel like, yeah, this is a... I don't want to say, like, this is our calling or something, but something... I definitely feel like things are happening. Like, the path is laid out, you know, and, and, and it's our job to, to follow their... You know, follow this path and and that whatever feels right, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we've all gone through trauma or things in our lives and, and we get angry when things aren't happening or going our way. But then there's always something that, you know, like brings you back. And, you know, even on my drive over here, um, it's like half hour drive. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> even on, no, that's fine. But even on my drive over here, it gave me time to think about, you know, some things that I'm dealing with and where I'm at right now. And I feel like I'm in a really, a, you know, despite all of this crazy COVID nonsense and, and things that are happening and this fight that we're, you know, taking up, you know, on our own accord every, every week, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm content with where I'm at. I'm, I'm in a good place. Like my kids are, are educated with where they're at. My family's healthy and happy. I'm, I'm in, in, you know, I have like, just like so much love around me all the time. That's good. And I'm thankful for that, but I would love to continue to be a part of something that is helping other people get to, to that feeling. And, uh, and, you know, just do it, do this. So I'm definitely down for, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always game for something that's going to help. Yeah. And it's, a, it's about coming together for a greater cause, mm-hmm. um, living life with a purpose. And, and a lot of people right now, they're just kind of about themselves and just thinking real short term. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking long term for a couple of years now. And, and so this is a, a big part of where this is going in the future including the media company and now, but this is the foundation. And I think you bring a lot to the table when it comes to people that have passion for research, because that's kind of where my heart's at. Mm-hmm. And I, and the level of ignorance in the country right now in the world is so bad. It's too thick. It's thick. And, and just to get into there and cut some chinks in there is where if we can come together as a people and have the conversation where this isn't, con- well, it's conspiracy, but it's conspiracy because certain elements of our government and of our world are keeping it hidden, are banning it, are censoring it. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that they don't see that as a red flag, I'm like, okay, don't do- I don't know what to tell you anymore. Like, you're on your own, bro. So for me, we need to find more lines like yourself, you know, and start to, to put some action in numbers right? with lions getting together. Like, lion, one lion could be killed by hyenas. Well, the more lions we have, those hyenas are just chomping at the ankles at that point because they're not going to mess with that many right. lions in, the, in a group. You've seen the videos and all mm-hmm. that. So that's that's where that's where we're at in today's society. We need to start creating these groups of lions, creating these events and, and some educational workshops to get people out of their slumber, yeah, and it, out of their sure. hypnosis. It's literally hypnosis. It's MK Ultra on those TVs, the frequencies and all that. Mm-hmm. It's since the fifties, it's the CIA yeah. operation mm-hmm. mockingbird. And and I've tried to wake people up to that, but again, I got attacked and I, to the point where I had to block certain people cause they just too much noise at a certain point. And you're like, you're not worth my time. If you can't provide a debate that's got some, and that's the other thing too. I always invite people to, to debates that argue with me. Let's talk about these topics. And, and uh, no, I don't need to do that. Well, yeah. Because you know exactly when it hits, comes to the table and we're talking about solid topics, you, you fall apart in your end because right. you just stick to emotion. Right, ad hominem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, Rachel, I really do appreciate you coming down <laughs> to visit with me. I didn't do the introduction in the beginning, so I just I guess I'll do it now. What's, <laughs> what's the name of your podcast? Uh, I am with uh, Liberty Broadcast. I am the host of the Liberty Broadcast. Uh, we are on Tuesdays. At eight ish, <laughs> when we get our stuff together around eight o'clock, um, Tuesdays at eight 
on um, Rumble. We live stream directly from our website. So it's the libertybroadcast.com. Every mm-hmm. Tuesday you can find our show there. And we are not banned from Facebook as much as I hate social media. I'm on it because, like I said, that's kind of a line where I connect. But I don't really just talk to anybody on it. Um, so... You know, I get a lot of DMs and stuff from people that listen, mm-hmm. but then I try to respond. But I'm not really good at responding to people. Yeah. But, but it is uh, a nice path to do live videos. So we stream on Facebook and Rumble and on Twitch, and that's Tuesdays at 8. Cool. Uh, we're on Band.Video, too. Band.Video? Yeah. Uh, Band.Video is um, it's like a InfoWars uh, oh, okay. media, like a video source, like YouTube. But I want to say that they have like their own server system or something because no videos can be taken down from there. Really? So it's kind of where all of the videos go to live once they get banned. Well, Rumble's been doing pretty well. The videos stay yeah. up there and they get into some fringe content. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Rumble and we're on BitChute and all the social medias. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a wealth of knowledge, and um, I really like the fact that you can have the conversation in a way where you're not afraid of crazy topics that goes <laughs> to the woo woo direction sometimes. But, uh, but I think we can definitely hit some more, uh, deep dives, uh, on different topics. Cause yeah. I can, I can dive deep and I, I'll go into different chambers that no one's even seen just to kind of figure out, is there another way to look at this from a perspective that maybe no one's ever looked at? Because we need knowledge so that we don't perish. We need to create right, yeah. as much information and knowledge available so we can kind of make an assessment to go like, what makes the most sense? And right now, by just having these mainstream channels giving us uh, information of how to think and that their narrative, it's it's dangerous. It's it's a matter of life and death. So I want to thank you for coming out yeah, and visiting thanks me for today. Having me on, yeah, definitely. And we'll do it again. Well, I don't know uh, schedule wise, we can figure it out, but for sure. Uh, let's do another one. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. so much. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, rise, speak your mind, stand for what's right, and fight for the innocent, the weak, and the orphaned. The time has come for the people to reclaim their power. The world needs the warriors of righteousness. Men, defend your tribe. Heroes aren't only in the movies. They're on the streets, in our homes, and in the mirror. People, take your proper place in history and commit to building a legacy. This is our time. And until next time, peace.